Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hint of Hanu podcast. My name is Mario, and I'm joined by my co-host and fiance, Jasmine. In today's episode, we will be giving a quick introduction of who we are and the value we hope to provide our listeners through this podcast. In addition, we'll also briefly discuss how Jasmine and I met, our family backgrounds, and our divided homesteads. Without further ado, let's begin. Well, hello, Jasmine. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Doing well. You excited about the first episode of Hint of Honey? Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I can't wait to talk to you guys and kind of introduce you guys to us and kind of share our journey and things. I definitely think that we have a very interesting (laughs) foundation to our relationship, so Mm -hmm. I can't wait to get into that. Yeah, of course. So since uh, it's ladies first, we'll let you introduce yourself real quick. Yeah, sure. So I don't really know what to say. I am Jasmine Franklin, soon to be Jasmine Barrera. I am a 25-year-old African-American woman, and I currently live in Georgia with my soon-to-be husband, but I'm originally from Alabama. So yeah, nice, good old Southern girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Graduated college, marketing degrees or business degree. Yeah, I actually came here to Georgia because of my first ever job out of college. Nice, yeah. And I'm Mario, of course. So I'm a 26-year-old in the IT field. And just like Jasmine, I enjoy a lot of things. I have a lot of hobbies, a lot of geeky hobbies, to be honest. And I like travel, of course. I've lived my the majority of my life here in Georgia since I was nine. So pretty much my home state now at this point. Yeah, Jasmine's uh, definitely one of the better things I've found here. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, look at you being sweet. Of course. <laughs> I guess the first thing is... For our listeners, how did we meet? Like, let's go around that story. Well, for anyone wondering, we actually met on a little thing called Facebook dating. I know, I know, but I know I don't know for for Bay, but for me, when I first decided to get on Facebook dating, it was definitely on a whim. I think Facebook had just come out mm-hmm. with that as a feature, so I was like, okay, you know, I've tried the tenders, I've tried the clovers I've the tried bumbles. the bumbles yeah the, the plenty of fish bagel and donut or whatever that <laughs> yeah. it's called i've tried all of those they were you know garbage fires so i was like you know what why not it's not gonna hurt so got on i think literally like the same week like that weekend i think you and i matched yeah and we went on our date and that was it man that was it yeah. I, at least I knew. I knew pretty pretty straight on. I was like, "Yep, I like him. I like him a lot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, same with me. I mean, when I when I went on Facebook dating, my whole thing was to find a you know life partner, and that's always kind of been my thing. And yeah, Facebook dating was different, you know, because they rec- they don't recommend your close friends. They recommend people of your friends, like one level of separation from your from you. So I thought that was interesting, and I gave it a shot. And apparently, some way or somehow, Jasmine and I were like pretty close to each other or something but yeah it it was a really you could tell sparks were flying the first the first time we met and even before then i mean our first conversation was a six-hour phone call oh yeah yeah our first ever phone conversation i was driving back from alabama because i went to go visit my parents and my my family and i was driving back from alabama to georgia and he calls and he stays on the phone with me for the whole six hour drive. Mm-hmm. And y'all, when I say I was asked, I was telling him constantly, like, you don't have to stay on with me. It's fine. Like, we're, what, three, four hours in at yeah. this point? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we still have two hours left. Like, you can hang up. I will be fine. But he was like, no, I want to make sure you get home okay. You know, you're good. You know, we, I think on that, on that drive alone, we talked about, like, some really deep stuff, like, mm-hmm. straight off. Like, we answered a lot of, in my opinion, questions that sometimes you don't even 
get to in a relationship until you're like boyfriend and girlfriend and you've been dating for like several months yeah like six months like those six, yeah those, like around those that, questions <laughs> yeah around the time you t- tell the people uh, the three words i love you right? yeah exactly and here we were first time ever hearing each other's voices and we're talking about do you believe in divorce you know do you yeah. how many kids do you want to have do you have names for them yet like but it was just normal yeah, it conversation was, it was different yeah yeah. yeah, I can definitely say that. But yeah, uh, definitely glad I went on Facebook Dave and took a chance. Definitely. Me too. I, I think I told you right straight off the bat, like, hey, I deleted the app. You're the only person I'm talking to. Yeah, and I definitely appreciated that. You know, that was, I think for me, that was the turning point, honestly, after our first day, other than just knowing that we had so much in common and that our banter was so, like, good between us, just knowing that you were serious and it mm-hmm. showed like you were vocal about being so serious, you know, that for me made me want to take that step too. So, yeah. And not to go into the weeds, but I think one of the, the biggest things for me was, especially when I took you home for the first time, like my whole philosophy behind that was if I take you home, I'm going to marry you most likely. And I never taken a, like one of my previous girlfriends home because, you know, I didn't feel it was the right one. But like from you, like I think two months in, it was, pretty evident that i needed to take you home i was about to say because i definitely met your whole family and we were only three months into yeah. dating it was for his birthday y'all his birthday party and he rolls up with me and wait have you told them your nationality yeah i'm mexican so uh, <laughs> and, when i say parties i mean that's it uh, it's a, a huge party yeah everybody every aunt every cousin who's also an aunt because you know all the all the older ladies are all aunts it was all of them, and I got to meet all of them, and I was like, this guy is serious. I appreciate it, though, because it makes me want to be, you know, more serious and mm-hmm. open myself up to, you know, possibilities of something that lasts longer, you know, when you get that return to you. So. Yeah. Well, I think let's go away from this subject because our yeah. next podcast is going to be a COVID oh, couple yeah. of success stories. So yeah, we, we can't can, talk too much about this. Yeah, <laughs> so we're going to give you a better idea of how our success story went and, you know, what – what we did to make it like <coughs> successful because you know covid you know covid relationships went one, went one of two ways either yeah. you broke up like the month after it started yeah. or you you know you know you started breaking up after covid kind of went away because of your like normal routines and stuff coming back into play yeah so or you know you you, you won the test of time and yeah. you just went through it and you just went through all those terminals mm-hmm. um so the next thing, uh, a part of the docket was kind of going over fami- our family dynamics. Can you, like, provide us a little bit of that and then I'll go? Um, well, I'll actually let you answer that and then I'll know how to answer that question. So you go first. What yeah. Do you mean? So when it comes to my family dynamics, I mean, I'm one of four kids, right? So mm-hmm. there's six of us total in our household. And, you know, it's very rambunctious, you know. <laughs> Everyone's either fighting because I have three little sisters and I'm the oldest son, so... I'm kind of the person to oldest and only son. Uh, oldest and only son. So I'm the I'm the standard, right? My yep. sisters are are kind of judged compared to what I did at their age. So that's the biggest thing. But yeah, it's uh, you know, as a Mexican American, you know, we're primarily Catholic, and um, actually recently converted over to Christianity instead yeah. of Catholicism. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other episode. Too. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> that journey. Yeah. But no, um, yeah, my family dynamics are like, we're really tight. I mean, everyone kind of pitches in when somebody is in trouble. And I think that's a very important thing that I was looking in a partner. And, you know, thankfully I found that in Jasmine. And I feel like she has the same family, you know, tightness that I have. 
Oh yeah, no. Yeah. And but yeah, that's kind of my family dynamics. Okay. Um well, based on what you've said, I will definitely say, well, first off, you know, I am the oldest out of one other sibling. There were only two of us. My parents only wanted two children. My mother had me and my sister and she was like, "Childbirth is not fun." First of all, your dad wanted three. Okay, want another hush. One. We're not talking one. about the unspoken third child. <laughs> my mom said, nah, <laughs> two was enough. Yeah. But yeah, it was just me and my little sister growing up. We we're very close in age. We we're about a year and a half to two years apart or two and a half to three years. But more so, I really think of her as about two years apart, like overall. But we were raised very close. Even now, I think we're probably best friends more than even sisters. Because of that and because I was also the oldest, you know, you definitely get measured up. But I think compared to my sister, I think I almost had not opposite, but <laughs> I was definitely more of the, the laid back sister. My sister is a very laid back too, but she can get very serious when she wants to, where, mm -hmm. you know, I definitely get more emotionally serious, I think, sometimes, depending. <laughs> Ask Mario. Yeah, I'm a very emotional child. Anyway, but it's fine. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, dynamic-wise, though, our family, we're very close. All of us are very close. And even, you know, just talking about, like, cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff like that, you know, we're all a very close family. And, of course, being Southern, we were, and being from Alabama, we're right in the Bible Belt. I was raised in church. I used to tell him, you know, I probably learned how to spell the word God before my own name <laughs> because, you know, your girl was in church while in diapers. Um, but, you know, but growing up, that was never something I resented. You know, I love my church. Even now, I still consider that my church, even though I live six hours away. Um, mm -hmm. And I love, you know, just my spiritual relationship with God since being introduced to it by my parents and then adopting it mm -hmm. myself in my older years. You know, I've definitely held tight to that going into adulthood and honestly you know when i was looking for a companion looking for someone to marry that was a non-negotiable for me like oh that's your boy <laughs> that was something i just i could not you know i i couldn't i could not be married to someone that didn't share that same level of spirituality i guess yeah and i think uh one of the big things that i found like jasmine i mean she really didn't judge my you know my journey with my spirituality it was because I am a baby Christian still, mm -hmm. and, you know, even though it's I said, baby. <laughs> even though I said I was a Catholic, I mean, our family really didn't practice it as, as frequently as they did when I was younger, and we kind of stepped away from it just because, you know, whether my dad's business was too busy or, you know, we just didn't have time as a family because um, we would usually go to the Spanish Mass, and that's at 630 in the, in the afternoon. And you know, like I said, the day my dad's, gets busy by that point sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and there's other things that happen, like parties or stuff like that, and it, mm -hmm. it just wasn't feasible i guess with our lifestyle yeah and you know it's a shame that that was the case but thankfully jasmine you know i found jasmine and that changed pretty quickly <laughs> y'all i made him a morning person started going to nah. the morning services nah. that was like right out the gate that was but honestly i'll definitely say i don't want to talk too much on it again because i think that was a part of our success story at yeah. least but but for me that was one of the that was another sign that i really wanted it to work with you because i mm -hmm. felt like you were really putting in the effort when it came to connecting to God. Like for me, it wasn't about, I don't want you to become Christian because you want to be in a relationship with me. I want you to do it because you want to do it because your soul is important to you. Correct. You mm -hmm. know, because your soul is important to me, you know? So yeah. And I felt that from him, you know? So yeah. All right. 
So let's go away a little bit from this topic because that kind of introduces <laughs> into our uh, COVID couple successfully. Yeah, man, thing. we just want to tell you guys so much about it. Apparently, mm. we keep getting yeah. too close. Um, all right, so the next thing is our divided homestead. So pretty much what I'm, we meant by this is kind of the, the barrier we have when it comes to our family. I mean, I'm pretty close to my family, and I, I mean, we're we're really close to my, my family. Like, most of them are within, like, 10 minutes of each other. Oh, yeah, and location then, location-wise and then you you're six hours away from your yeah. actual immediate family and then when it comes to your extended family you're like an hour or two from there yeah no it's it's definitely difficult and and again i don't i want to save this part of the story too i think for later parts but definitely being so far away from my family is really difficult sometimes but you know i've told him over and over i said you know the original, cl- the original plan before I met our dearest Mario was to leave after I worked my job here for about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met him in the middle of my second year here working my current job. So, you know, obviously plans change. <laughs> but, you know, but that's been okay. And I'll definitely say that his family has been so welcoming and I don't have any complaints. I've always felt very close, you know, always felt welcome. Yeah, so. of course. No, and I think my... You know, this is diving into the next podcast, but um, it's a good way to kind of, you know, grab attention is, yeah, my family, they knew when I brought somebody over, it's going to be the one probably, right? So they were very welcoming and they understood that this is probably going to be a long haul thing. I think they were curious too. Yeah. And I mean, after like, who we... Is she? That he would bring her here. <laughs> of course. And then when we got engaged, I mean, my, my dad had told you this before, but then he reiterated, he was like, hey, this is your house. Don't ask for anything. Just... If you want water, you want something out of the fridge, just grab it. I mean, they said that. It felt like darn near the first time I met them. They were always like, whenever you want to come by, you just want something. Yeah, and my parents have always like, like I'll be sitting in my room, like, hey, we're having this thing tomorrow. Invite Jasmine. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll invite her, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's a little bit about what the podcast is going to be about. It's just going to be through our tribulations and struggles, through our relationship and how we kind of, want to help other people that are in the same same situation that are kind of millennials in their mid twenties <laughs> that uh, are having trouble with love and you know yeah. what obstacles you might have and how you may be able to get through them through our experiences. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, it's going to be because we haven't even talked about the language barrier, y'all. Your yeah. girl speaks very little Spanish, and uh, you know most of his family, not most of his family, all his family speaks Spanish. You know, yeah. some of them don't speak too much English, so it's definitely been. A struggle. You know, a little bit, a little bit, but, you know, I love the Spanish language, and I've always wanted to learn it, so that was, for me, low-key, like, under all the anxiety, it was something I was really excited about, having an excuse now to use it and learn it, but it's not been easy. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's a, this podcast is going to be a good way, too, because, I mean, we are an interracial, you know, couple, mm-hmm. and I think those are becoming more and more Intercultural, prevalent. babe. We're both part of the human race, yeah, okay? And, yeah, well, Intercultural. Well, I'm just saying how the media labels it, <laughs> all right? But yeah, we're we're going to go over some things that, you know, if you are going to be in a relationship like this, what are some things you may need to understand that you have to be yeah. understanding and don't take it the wrong way? Mindsets that you're going to have to adopt yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Some things you didn't even think about is like, oh, we're just, you'll go through, you'll go through the honeymoon phase, I mean, mm-hmm. and some things that weren't a big deal, you know, you're like, oh, that's a, I, that didn't bother me before, but now it does. Like, how do I handle that? Well, part of me too, talking about the honeymoon phase, I don't, would you say as a COVID couple, did we ever, 
I feel like we're just now getting out of the quote unquote honeymoon stage because, you know, when you're when you're at home all the time and you have all this free time and, you know, mm -hmm. life kind of stops. We I think that well, OK, let me not. You guys, <laughs> I'm starting to get into the next episode too much. Yeah. OK, if you want to if you want to keep listening to that, just stay tuned for the next one. We will give you all yeah. the details. Yeah, I think uh, this is a good you know way to stop this episode. I think we're we're really battling you know, trying to talk about the next one. And, you know, I think we should cut it before we get too uh, far. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the podcast. Our next episode topic will be our success story as a COVID couple. Mm -hmm. If anything here, anything you heard today interests you, you know, please subscribe to get notified for the next episode. Yeah, you yeah. guys. Yeah, I have a great day, guys. Talk to you guys again. Bye. Bye.